Hello and welcome to Misty Mountain Legends. I am your worst nightmare. <laughs> At least I am for my players today. <laughs> I am your dungeon master, Luke Kimbrough. I am joined by my excellent, fantastic players for this Dungeons and Doggies campaign. Introduce yourselves. Hello, hello. I am Smallbird Lex. You can find me at Smallbird Lex and Smallbird Art. Um, I'm playing Achilles, um, our hopefully by now beloved little angry barbarian little rat creature. Um, <laughs> and final fun fact <laughs> Achilles every week goes to the local orphanage and plays with the puppies and calls it training. Aww. <laughs> So wholesome. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Sebastian, and I will be playing the hopefully still alive uh, little bean known as Gus. He's alive. Uh, He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> uh, fun fact that is kind of on topic. Uh, Gus once had a near-death experience. He was doing some performing uh, for a duke and attempted to sword swallow, but the sword was built for a Doberman, and so he ended up almost a pig roast. Oh no! Oh no! It's on a skewer. <laughs> oh, uh, hi everybody! I'm Red Queen Hales playing Senora. Um, oh, sorry. I'm trying to get the idea, the mental image of Gus swallowing a Doberman-sized sword out of my head. Um, <laughs> um, you can find me at Red Queen Hales on all my socials. Um, and a fun fact about Senora is because she's had six younger brothers her entire life, she is an aunt to 37 puppies. Um, so I guess you could say she's, even though she's lived a life of exploring, ultimately she she is a bit of a family, a family woman. Man, Christmas must suck. It's <laughs> <laughs> very much white elephant. Like your favorite niece and nephew. Are we getting a puppy for Christmas? <laughs> nice. I'm DJ Click Jr. You can find me under at Postmodern Bard. Uh, I am playing Logan Point, who before all of this adventuring, uh, used to build homes, log cabin style. And yeah, that, that, nice. that used to be him. Aww. Such wholesome <laughs> facts. I love it. It's great. Some final facts. Final fun facts. How does that feel, y'all? <laughs> Some more final than others. <laughs> oh, no. The final fun fact. Yes. The final fun fact. <laughs> That's it. You can only do that much. We don't have the copyright. <laughs> can only do that one riff. Uh, well, yes, as... You have heard, dear listener, this is, in fact, the finale. This is the last episode for this Dungeons & Doggies campaign. Will the party make it? Will they save the Empress? Will Gus survive? Doubtful. Uh, blessing of season one. Blessing, blessing, blessing. Shh. What? No. <laughs> Will there be a wedding at a funeral? Are you trying to silence a god? 
<laughs> the blessing I better make with tinted. That's uh, pretty, <laughs> I don't know if you asked me, but that's a uh, pretty beta male behavior. You should be oh. you should be an alpha like the rest of us. Uh, oh oh really? Should I? Should yeah. I? No, 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 please, no. <laughs> yeah, Lexi understands. <laughs> I want Gus to live, darn it. <laughs> oh. Well, without further ado, no more dwaddling. Let's just get into it and let's put on our fantasy hats. Last time was very intense. We learned that Signora was in fact not dead. It was in fact just one of her mirror images that Logan saw get stabbed. Twice, indeed. Gus and Achilles and Signora managed to meet together and just make a beeline for the palace where Logan has already had already gone inside to discover that the guards, the foxes, men in disguise, had already infiltrated hundredfold. And for a moment, Logan was trapped and wholly outnumbered, but was rescued by a flaming bean that tore down the doors to the palace that the fox's men had shut and locked. Big bean! And a, Big bean! <laughs> and an intense battle ensued with lots of just intense moments and sweet moments but it ended with very sensual uh and you know affectionate nose boobs yes of Achilles course. is ordained <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry. we last left off with the battle stopping suddenly as the fox appeared powerful angry everyone except gus was put into a bit of a stupor for a moment. And as the fox appeared behind the empress, Gus attempted to blind and deafen the fox. Only for the fox to finally just reach his breaking point with this annoying little pug and sent out this nasty, long... Think Lady Dimitrescu? I don't know. Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu. Think long claw like that, but it just kept going. Like a spear that just... So like Lust from Full Metal Alchemist. Ah, yeah, there we go. That's a good way to put it. Very, very... so many good lady options here. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies. We can set her on fire, too. (laughs) Gus was pierced and went so down to we... zero hit points. Hey, you gotta be piercing too. What's up? <laughs> and all of you watch as Gus collapses. And still in a bit of a stupor, you all hear the fox booming voice. 
turn back to the Empress, who sits proud, unmoving, not making eye contact with the fox, but looking ahead. And the fox walks around her, as he says, You thought to banish me, to make a mockery, and that I would not come back to end you. <laughs> your arrogance and your pride. Oh, you really are nothing but an empty-headed ruler, only thinking that everyone can be happy. No, not everyone can be happy. And I will not be content until I watch your head roll. And in his mouth, you see a massive glaive forming, very similar to the way Lady Pinto Bean's weapons appeared when you first saw her strike down those guards who you fought at the very beginning. She says, in the most authoritative and straightforward voice. You wish to rule with an iron paw, sacrificing innocence in the name of progress. Take that stupid thing off. And you all see the fox reach up and pulling through the glaive that materialized in its mouth as though it wasn't even there. It pulls its mask off. And you see an Australian shepherd looks very similar, almost identical to Lady Pinto Bean. Your arrogance will be the death of you, sister. Super rivalry! Family therapy for them. I was just gonna say, is that D and D? Yeah. <laughs> Gus. Yes. You are still conscious. You're down to zero, but you're still conscious. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, D and D Jesus. <laughs> Which is just Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jesus. Oh man, blasphemeter. <laughs> Jesus, a lot strikes you down. <laughs> Gus, you feel that little bit of power, that little bit of warmth, that energy that you felt when Caesar Milano talked to you, just sits in your chest, almost humming. As you watch the fox bring a glaive back as he prepares to swing. What do you do? Uh, I so stress stress level. I am going to 
I'm still within 30 feet. I'm going to use create bonfire to try and like burn the weapon so that it's fragile and it just kind of snaps when he attempts to swing it. Okay. You cast create bonfire on his weapon. Yep. To try and snap it. Gus, I need to get you to give me a wisdom check. Oh no. Check. Check. Not safe. Check. Okay. <laughs> it is uh sixteen. Okay. Before we continue there, as you felt that, Senora and Achilles, both of you also felt this warmth in your chest. Comfort. Hmm. Logan, you don't feel it. Hmm. As you passed yours onto Senora. The two of you, Senora and Achilles, come out of this stupor for a moment. You have a chance to do something. Each of you can do one thing. Achilles is immediately going to throw the rest of her javelins at the fox. Just a full arsenal. <laughs> just grab all of them and just <laughs> throw them with as much force as this tiny little muscular thing can weigh with the lift of Caesar Mulatto's support in her chest. <laughs> Alright. Please give me However many attack rolls that you have for each one. Now note. I can only do two technically, so. <laughs> the Empress is right there. Caesar Milano will guide my blade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roll the hit. Alright. Numero uno. Oh! Plus seven! <laughs> Twenty-six! All right. <laughs> and second one. Oh, well, that one fell on the floor, so we're going to ignore that one. <laughs> and 21. Okay. Senora, what are you doing? So, upon seeing Gus fall to the fox and coming out of the stupor and feeling this warmth, Senora looks over the battlefield. Is all is it like every dog at a standstill right now? Every dog is at a standstill. Okay. Uh so she looks over this field and she sees everybody and she looks down at Logan and holds his gaze for a moment before glancing back up, seeing, you know, the Empress in danger. And for a quiet moment of contemplation, she's her eyes are darting back and forth trying to think of what to do before this 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 very strong resolute look goes into her eyes and she lets out a growl as she like bites down harder on the rapier and um then she like through her gritted teeth uh addresses the whole crowd in like this act of persuasion to break out of the spell my comrades we have done nothing but absolutely our best for this kingdom. We have fought so hard to figure this out, and now at the very end, we are not at our last. 
wish. We can do this. If the hole is too, too steep for us to dig ourselves out, I know and I trust in the fact that my friends will dig the rest for us. If our legs are too tired to stand on our own, they will throw us upon our back and continue to carry them. Where one falls, three more are there to pick it up, as long as there is someone always hoping and someone always fighting to the very end. I know all of you have the ability to do this. We can pull through and see the end of this day with victory for both the kingdom, the empress, and for ourselves. And she, like, continues to rush forward while, like, that was just an act of persuasion to try and, like, get our team out of their stupor. Give me a performance check. Performance. Let's go. You got this. 19? Okay. These things happen simultaneously. Senora, you feel that warmth and break out to give that speech. The fox paused as you started and seemed to just roll his eyes before continuing to pull back to swing. As suddenly, Achilles throws two javelins and Gus creates bonfire right on his weapon. Senora, your voice barks out and there's a light that emanates from your mouth as you give this command it connects with achilles javelins and they ignite in this white light and there's a fire that erupts right in the fox's mouth and these javelins pierce into his chest And there is an unearthly howl that thunders out. It screams as this javelin drops and disappears. And the light embedded in these javelins spreads all over the fox's body. Lady Pinto Bean summons this bright white sword and spins on her heels and cuts across the fox as well. Logan, you pop out from your stupor and see this. Question. That was, so because I didn't cast anything, I was just making a speech. Do I still get an action? Timing wise? No. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. I'm okay with that. You fall out of this, your stupor, Logan, at the command of Senora's voice. And you see the fox lit up. All of you see the fox screaming and howling before suddenly there is a... And the fox disappears again, leaving the javelins in its place. And each one of you suddenly feels this intense hatred wash over you. And each one of you, one by one, is grabbed by the scruff of your neck and pulled somewhere else entirely. Gus, still at zero hit points, barely conscious, you are grabbed and pulled as well. Each one of you is pulled into this different plane of existence 
The ground is this dark black with purple tendrils creeping all over. The rocks beneath you float above an endless void. Each of you is together. And in front of you is the fox, bleeding profusely. Says, I will kill all of you. And then I will kill the Empress slowly. But each one of you must die first. And I need each one of you to roll initiative one more time. <laughs> For the last time. Oh, are you floofing kidding me? Oh, I almost said a naughty word. I had to improvise on the spot. <laughs> All right. 19? Yeah. Does my uh, spirit come with me or no? No biggie if not. No. Perfect. It does not. And my uh, my Mastiff is no longer with me either because I got yanked from it. Correct. Okay. Yeah, 15 plus one, so 16. All right. I got a four. <laughs> Hales, what'd you get? Five. All right. I am in pain. Without the eye. So much. <laughs> it's honestly like an overwhelming amount of spin. <laughs> we begin. As the fox looks at each one of you still bleeding. Still quite injured. You all did good there. He says, No more interruptions. Each of you will die. And I need each of you to make a dexterity saving throw as he opens his mouth and lets out this horrendous bark that shatters the ground in front of him and passes forward towards each of you. 11. 19 for Senora. 16. I, at zero hit points, would I just be considered incapacitated? You would take one failed death save. Okay. Oh, you put it! Stop it, you! Please? <laughs> Please don't try For anybody, because this is a podcast, y'all didn't see the reaction, but you just slowly looked at the camera and shrugged. <laughs> like, Elmo style, just... <laughs> that Elmo gif. <clears throat> I forget that I'm not exactly in the position to make demands. Alright. These dice aren't doing it. <laughs> so. Logan, you said you got an 11. And Achilles, you said you got 16? Yep. And Senora got 19. Mm-hmm. Senora, you passed. Dang it. So, Senora, you're taking half damage. The rest of you are taking 34 points of thunder damage. Would I still get halved? Still give, yeah. Well, well, no, because it's physical damage for that, isn't it? I have everything except psychic damage because of the... Oh, you're right, yeah, yeah. All right, so it's still halved. (laughs) So for you, you also take half damage, which is 17. 
If you ever right. feel useless, just remember there are other subclasses beside Beartoad and Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> As a reaction, I will absorb elements to reduce and take half of that. Beautiful. And I will do it at second level to give me 2d6 on my next attack instead of one. Beautiful. And you used that last session as well. Yes, yeah, so um, I last the one round though. And so uh, it, okay. it diminished when I handed off the sword. Can gotcha. I also use my reaction to rebuke the violet? Absolutely, you may. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, immediately after an, at- uh, after an attack, or attacker within 30 feet deals damage on an attack against a creature other than me. Uh, I can use my reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC is 17. On failure, the attacker takes radiant damage equal to the amount it just dealt. Alright, I'm going to let you know. He has a plus 5 to wisdom saving throws. Okay. Wait, hang on. Is that the right one? Oh, sorry. Plus 7. Oh! He's looking <laughs> at the wrong one. Hmm. He looks at you, Senora. It says, dare not rebuke those who simply want what is owed. As he gets a 19 on his oh. wisdom saving throw. He still gets half damage, though. Still gets half damage. So he takes 17. Yeah. So we don't take the damage, or just he also takes damage? He just also takes damage. Okay. And Logan, it is your turn. Pulling forth and preparing the bow. Uh, actually, no. Uh, I have to run up and get in his face uh, to utilize my rapier to use that spell. So I close that distance and I'm going to make two. Do you still have your rapier or did you give that to Senora? I have two. So normally I would oh, be able perfect. to dual wield. I won't be able to this time. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, just want to make sure. Yes. Uh, so I'll stride forward and I'll close that distance. I will cast Hunter's Mark on him as a bonus action as I get nearer. And I will make two attacks with my one rapier. And as I do, I'll come forward and tell him, life brings us here by what we do, what we follow. Uh, first attack, I think, misses with an 11. Yeah, that misses. Second is a 22. That definitely hits. That's all. Nice. Uh, we've followed the love of an empress and of friends. That is what has brought us here. You have followed your pride, and by it you will die. Uh, he has been wounded. Is that correct? Correct. All right. So I get a D eight for the rapier. I get a D eight for Colossus Slayer. I get two D six for. The damage that he dealt uh, to me a second ago, and a d6 for the um, uh, hunter's mark. Dang! Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. So 2d8 and 3d6 plus 3 for. Twenty-four points of piercing damage. Well, it's a mix of piercing damage and Ooh. thunder damage, or whatever it was that he hit me with. All right. All right. Cool. That hits him real good. That hits him real good. (laughs) He takes this 
and you just slash into him, and there is this magical power, this energy that circles over your blade as you slice into him. And he just falls back a little bit, and he catches himself on his just barely before falling over. You know nothing of pride, of arrogance. You know nothing of what I will do to you. Achilles. All right, so with only one javelin left and her great axe that she adores. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to work with her great axe here, but the most calm we've ever seen Achilles just looks him dead in the eyes and says, I will climb into your mouth and rip your chest from the inside. And then just rushes forward with her axe. (laughs) Beautiful. Go ahead and give me two attacks. All right, let's go. I forgot to do the voice, but you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was still good. Yeah. That was Achilles' serious voice. Yeah. <laughs> 19 on the first hit and 25 on the second. Both hit? Yes. <laughs> Give me my damage. Give me 12. 12. Roll them both, because why not? Oh, nice. Plus three. 12, 13. 15 and 15 and 13. Solid. So 28 total. Thank you, man. Beautiful. This is why I love these iridescent dice. They're so nice to me. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that the one that you won for free at Gen Con? Yes. <laughs> we'll never use someone else's dice again. I rolled a zero and a negative one with someone else's dice. Oh, oh gross. Yeah. I wanted to cry. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> the fox gets reeled back even further by your blows, looking worse and worse with each swing you all deal to him. He says, You will find nothing but emptiness within me. Senora. Upon hearing this this monologue, Senora, does she sense that there's actually... Okay, this is going to sound kind of crazy. Does she like feel like deep down because she's had so many siblings like has so many siblings like deep deep down does like in his voice does she sense like sadness or despair coming from the fox at all like even like a small little hint give me an insight check and because you are an oldest sister you have advantage on this check (laughs) who knew fun facts would have some sort of in-game consequences. Um, 19. 19. Senora, for the first time since you met the fox, you look at him and you see your youngest brother. Bit forgotten. Older siblings gone off to do much more, much better things. Been a little left behind. And abandoned. Upon, like, f- can she, like, look into his eyes and, like, see this? Like, this is causing him harm, too. Like, even if he's lying, he's like, this is hurting him. Yes. With your 19. Okay. So, upon seeing this, Senora, there's a hesitation where Senora immediately her race hockles kind of somewhat relax and her grip that she had on the hilt of her sword and her mouth lessens. 
and she gently sets down the rapier, like, in front of her. You're hurting so bad. You're lying to yourself, but let me hear what it is that you're actually feeling. There's something very... There's something that you need us to know, that you need the world to know, but it doesn't have to end in violence. I'm here to listen. Tell us what is wrong. Senora, give me a persuasion check. I thought she was going to cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> 21. 21. I have a plus nine to persuasion. Oh my gosh. What I'm about to roll is essentially... The fox's stubbornness. Ooh. It's a so hard he thing. Lives or dies, basically. But he also gets a plus seven. Ooh. Roll a two. <laughs> can, can I... So I don't know what the power of Caesar Milan is. I just know that it gifted me something. Can I, like, in my words, can that, like, power go through in a way of just being, like, genuinely it is coming off as like i want to listen to you for the first time like if you've always been overheard i'm here to listen to what you're talking about like a calming effect almost like like a lavender collar like (laughs) like you can tell she's being sincere she's not just trying to talk him down off a cliff she's trying to hear what he actually has to say yes you can i will tell you how it will work he will have disadvantage on this check first roll Second roll. My first roll was an 18. Oh my gosh. Okay. Senora, you use your words to reach out and really try to connect. And instead of just this mindless fight against the fox, you try and listen. And you see this wall he's built up crumble. And you see all the fight within him give up. Gus. Bar. You feel in this realm something's different. In this plane of existence. You feel a disconnect. Rastus isn't here. But you feel a warmth as that same blessing, the blessing of Caesar Milano washes over you, and you are stabilized. And you have one oh, hit point. Yes. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. The little spout of flame normally above your head? Mm-hmm. Gone. Charmander. <laughs> but you saw all of this. It is your turn. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I'm going to attempt to get to my feet. And I'm just going to start crawling towards the group. And am I able to hold my action? Yes. What will be the trigger? Or am I able to um, postpone my turn? Yeah. 
because I you don't know what I I don't know what I should do. I don't know what I can do, and I would rather wait for a, a, a bit more. <laughs> yeah, if I if I don't have restless, I don't know what I can do. Oh. Mama rest. <laughs> All right, you hold your turn. Okay. It is now the fox's turn. So for the fox, Senora has set down her weapon has actually stepped forward over it. Like she's like she's leaving it behind. She very obviously is making it like look, she's like, I'm not going to attack you because I'm desperately here to listen to what you have to say. Like you can see it in her body language. Like her ears are drooped, her eyebrows are raised, her tail is just relaxed. And she's, like, slowly approaching, like, one slow paw in front of the other, like, asking for consent to keeping, like, to keep stepping closer. I feel angry. I feel betrayed. And he won't let me stop. Oh, no. When he says that. Senora, the warmth of Caesar Milano disappears. None of you feel it anymore. And the fox's mouth opens up and almost like in a disformed sort of shifting teeth spreads and you see a different face take over the face of the fox. And this face is that of a real fox, but one with teeth and fangs that come far out beyond what a normal dog has. Horns filing back over its head and next to its ears. Blood red fur. He was to be my champion and I was to rule the world. Using him as a puppet. It's a shame each one of you had to come along. And suddenly the form of the fox disappears. Leaving the, the fox, the normal face of this Australian shepherd. But this large paw, this shadowy thing, comes out of the fox's mouth and grabs hold of the scruff of his neck. And throws him over the side of this platform. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Bye. Um, as a reaction, Fluff, um, um, big sister in me is going like, no, and like running after to jump off after the body being flung. Like, oh. Uh-huh. Do you jump off to try and save him? Big sister's gonna jump. I'm gonna go after. I'm gonna go after the brother. Okay. I uh, big sister and me is saying that he doesn't deserve this if he has been upon the entire time. So um, I'm I'm gonna jump after the the limp brother's body. You jump. And you see, as you jump, the face of the fox look up at you, tears streaming down the side of his snoot. 
but there's a smile. A genuine smile. And he looks at you. And you've seen this face in your brothers before. For a variety of different reasons, but one of relief that it's done. And you see him cast one more spell. And you feel the scruff of your neck get grabbed. Each one of you feels the scruff of your neck get grabbed. Can I, like, in a last-ditch effort, can I try to, like, snap at his scruff a few times, like, as we're falling, to, like, try and grab him to bring us back, too? Give me a dexterity check. Okay. Or acrobatics, if you like. Okay. 17? He pulls away from you. And just shakes his head. And suddenly you're jerked back. Okay, but as I'm going, I'm reaching out a paw, trying to, like, get at him before I get snapped back. You just briefly touch the tip You're torturing of his me! Paw. Stop torturing me! You feel just a slight touch before you're pulled back. And you see the fox disappear into an eternal black void before you are suddenly back in the palace. Achilles, Logan, Gus, all of you are back in the palace. Healing to Gus. Senora's crying. Like, like, you can tell Achilles her. runs to the Empress. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the Empress stands. Tears streaming down her face as well. She looks at the four of you and just asks, Is it done? Senora kind of shakes her head, kind of in a questioning way, uh, but turns around to face the Empress. He was hurting. I know. It must have been so hard for him. All he wanted to be was was something. I It must have been so hard trying to stand in the presence of a gem, knowing very well he himself was a diamond. My little brother never could see who he was. He was lost. And I He helped was us to get, follow. He helped us get back, though. He may have made mistakes, but your brother wasn't a bad dog. Her head hangs. And you can tell there's a bit of shame. As she certainly feels responsible for what has happened. And it's just quiet. And while it's quiet, there's a cackle. A faint, low cackle. The voice that you heard coming from the actual fox. And all it says, simply, I am not done with you. Not yet. And it's gone. Following days, 
are one of healing. Tired and difficult healing as a lot of guards lost trust in others and other guards and there's a time of just difficult healing. As many people go out, as the Empress sends envoys out to the towns, to the town you visited, to meet with the governor. There's a lot of healing has to take place over the land to regain trust in the people and in the Empress. Each of you is paid incredibly well. You are given homes in the city, full houses that now belong to you. Treats beyond possible cons consuming in your lifetime. But the Empress never really regains her smile. But life does come back. What do each of you do? in the following days? Um, so at one point, Senora tries to make contact with the Empress, with Pinto, um, in the courtyard, like, just, at, like, ask for a very quick brief meeting, like, amongst the flower, like, the flower beds. She agrees, and she meets you in the royal garden, um, where it's quiet. Um, giving a deep bow to her and her entourage. I assume she's probably covered with guards at this point. Um, she, she is, but when she sees you, she gives a small nod to you and dismisses her guards. So it's just the two of you. Um, a quiet moment passes for the guards to kind of disperse as they take up their arms and she makes eye contact with the Empress, giving another little bow quick. I apologize for asking you to meet. I know that you probably have a very busy schedule. Yes, but you and all of you saved me, the empire, the land, the city, all these people. I know not what my brother would have done had he succeeded. I don't think that's what he wanted. I think he just wanted to be seen. I fear you're right. Pain shows in a lot of different ways. I do have a question for you, if it isn't too much to impose. Of course, anything. What was his name? He was never the fox. That was the mask that he used to hide the pain. What was his name? His name was Kidney Bean. <laughs> For the viewers at home, I spent a solid minute <laughs> really laughing to myself because I was debating whether or not I was going to give him a serious name or if he was going to actually sound like he's it's related to yes. Bean. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely okay. Beautiful. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, all right. Uh, sovereign mood. Gotta kick back then. All right. Calm kid. All right. Um, Senora nods at this information and uh, 
kind of like looks at the ground and was like to herself just says kidney bean <laughs> your family must have a very serious naming convention mine does something similar my parents were eccentric well even though i barely knew him i really would have liked to have the time to try if i can the reason i asked her his name is I'm going to go visit the altars later. And I'm going to leave an offering so that hopefully if his spirit did go up, he isn't being punished for it. I do, be- I do believe that at the very core, he really did shine in his own way. It's just he never got the chance to see it. A single tear falls from her eye. I believe you're right. He was always a bit lost and misguided, and I was not there for him. And when I was chosen to rule, he wanted to rule it a certain way. He wished to take the throne from me by force. But I loved him. Thank you, Senora. I hope he hears it. Senora kind of nods and then stands up to slowly back away. And as she walks away, she kind of stops and does one more glance over her shoulder to like see if Pinto's still watching her. Pinto's turned. She's looking at a bush with some beautiful violet flowers. And she's just standing silent with tears occasionally dropping down off of her cheeks. All right. Watching as the tears fall and like make the wet track marks in the pavement. She slowly turns and kind of lightly toddles off um, to make a quick stop at the baker's to pick up a cat's claw and then to head to the local temple to go to their like grieving garden or like their their graveyard or prayer stone to leave the cat's claw in front and to just kind of bow and just being like, kidney bean you leave the cat's claw and it's quiet there's no real sensation you get though you've grieved before and it's rare to really receive anything from the dead achilles what are you doing First thing Achilles did was find Maximus and start sparring. No questions, just immediately started throwing attacks, which Maximus was used to. Yes. First emotion Achilles does is always anger and violence and trying to let anything out. And the longer the sparring match has gone out, the more Maximus realizes that her heart's not in it. And Maximus just stops her. And Achilles starts crying. Maximus, I didn't actually save her. 
I didn't save the Empress. She's hurting and she's sad and I couldn't save her. I don't know what to do. And she just cries. And Maximus just lets her. He just lets you cry into his large, powerful shoulder. He says nothing. Maximus has never really had a way with words, but he just lets you get your emotions out. After she finally lets out of what she thinks is enough for the moment. I think we should get some jerky. I know just the place. <laughs> and he just kind of pats you on the back and you both walk to the his jerky shop. Gus, what are you doing over the days? Um, since coming back from the Dark Realm, has Gus felt the presence of Rastus come back? No. During those uh, following days, he would probably spend a lot of time kind of wandering around uh, to the nearby bushes, similar to the same night uh, when he first found Rastus, hoping that he might bump into Rastus again. By maybe the second or third day, he would probably realize that Rastus isn't in the city at the moment and would probably hang out with Logan uh, you know just not wanting to be alone because he hasn't been alone for a very long time and it's a foreign feeling to him at the moment so how are you doing Logan mm. I think I'm better off than most how are you doing I guess it's strange to only have my thoughts as limited as they are in my head for once. I hope wherever he is, he's okay. You know, when I when I found him, I, I knew I wanted to help him get home, but I didn't think about that one day I wouldn't be able to talk to him ever again. And, well, it's hit me now, and it's sad. But I just hope wherever he is, he's doing good. Do you want to make sure he got home okay? I wouldn't know where to start. Mm. We could look. Well, you're good at tracking. Mm -hmm. I very much appreciate your help making sure that my friend got home safe. And I think uh, while we're along the way... It sounds like you've dedicated quite a bit of your time to making sure that your friend was taken care of. What do you want, Gus? To keep making people happy. I think we can do that. All I've, all I've ever known is performing and making a fool of myself, but if it's always made people happier, then it's worth it. No matter how embarrassing or stupid I am in a moment 
It makes people happier. Well, just know I'm going to keep asking you what it is you want. Because you thinking of others is noble. But I need to know how to take care of you, too. I don't have many thoughts, but if I think of something, I'll let you know. Take your time. <laughs> and uh, he will just accompany Logan on any business that he needs to take care of, assuming he doesn't mind the company. He'll love it. <laughs> Logan. Over the course of the days, what is an event that you take care of? What is something you do? He's got a lot of little tasks that he's gonna gonna head up. He's gonna oversee the completion mm-hmm. of the the nicer throne that he commissioned when we were first here, and mm-hmm. engraved on it. Um, he's gonna ensure that it put into it is uh, making it clear that it was a group effort from the community that made it. And have something along the lines of um, uh, made by the trust of the people, as Aww. that's what's being built back up. Uh, also, for all of the members of the Vanguard, he's going to uh, commission and create uh, like uh, doggy leather biker style jackets and vests. <laughs> And uh, he's going to work to get them like their own like cool little logo and pins and straps and stuff. And it's going to say the Vanguard Dogs. Oh! Oh, yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Uh, And then he's going to work with a couple different uh, smart people uh, to help orient uh, the direction, uh, whatever that means, as far as his next plans as he prepares to head out with Gus with the intent of stopping by and checking on his son, continuing to look for Rastus, as well as to be on the lookout for uh, hints and signs of the thing that was puppeteering the fox. He's going to go and attempt to either hunt it down or uh, find out what it was to better prepare for its potential return, whether it's here or elsewhere. The presentation of the throne to Lady Pentobean is splendid. She's moved beyond tears. She just comes down and actually gives you a small lick on the cheek for thanks as uh, it is installed and she no longer sits on a simple wooden is this like an event? Like, is this like a like a like a public event? Like, maybe like a festival or something like that? Are we invited? Yeah, like, is Absolutely. everybody here? Yes. Okay, you're all there. You're all there. <laughs> okay. it's kind of like an unofficial festival in the sense that since no one no one put it on, but the entire community came together to make it, and so it was announced to everyone, "Hey, we're going to go up there and and present it," and so people went ahead beforehand talked with guards to make sure it's not just the people are marching on the palace um, <laughs> and uh, so it is kind of the community as a, a group coming and presenting this and as she nears uh logan will tell her you've been through trying times i personally have experienced the worst that leadership can potentially give to its people Leadership took everything from me. 
everything that I did not take away from myself first. You may feel at a loss and like so much work is to be done, but the groundwork that you put in and the heart that you give this people, you're doing a mighty fine job. She looks at you and seemingly just can't speak. She just simply gives a bow and says, thank you. I, I, I cannot thank you enough. You don't need to. Continue doing what you do the way that you do it. And you've done more than I could ever ask of you. And simply know that you have friends beyond your borders. I will remember. Thank you, Logan. Thank you. And she sits down on the now much more impressive throne. (laughs) Uh, And there's a lot of cheering, a lot of celebration as the city experiences joy again after such a harsh attack. For the Empress. Through the howls and the cheers, like since everybody's kind of attending this, can Senora like spot all three of them like out of the crowd? Or are we all like standing together? Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely find all of them. And I I imagine all of you probably end up standing next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, like those like those scenes in movies where like somehow through the storm of people, like the spotlights just on those people that matter. (laughs) Exactly, precisely. Well, on to the next adventure, I guess. That's up to each of you. I think I want to go visit my family. I think it's about time we're due for a reunion. I want to see how my little brothers are doing. And my nieces and nephews. It's gonna take a while, though. I keep multiplying while I have my back turned. (laughs) Gus, are you up for a few detours? As long as there's good company along the way. The best. Are you guys going on an adventure? We're gonna find Rastus and get him home. You know, a couple of my brothers might have some information for you. Well, they can be quite grinding sometimes. They actually are quite smart. I mean, I have an archaeologist, I have... Oh, they just all have a bunch of fancy fancy work things that I don't know. I think one's a scroll keeper. I'm not quite sure. Whatever pays the bills, you know? Good a place to start as any. Mi casa One. is su casa. One step at a time. Hmm. Achilles is going to gently pat Gus on his back. You want some company? I think I need a trip. You do know, if we're going to be traveling, we would need our best bodyguard to protect us. Who else? Who else is going to have the same bloodlust? Achilles <laughs> puffs out her chest, not as far as she normally would, but still tries to show a semblance of pride. <laughs> Gus is going to reach over the back of his shoulder. You need this to defend us. And presents the javelin <gasps> that he borrowed. <laughs> if, 
what feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> Achilles is just going to nudge it. It's like, it's my favorite, but I guess my favorite pug can keep it. Gus's so- eyes just like widen even further, like almost <laughs> expanding beyond the confines of his tiny little pug skull <laughs> in delight. So, while this is happening and Gus is like imploding from the good feelings, um, <laughs> Senora's going to like sidle up to Logan without saying anything and just give him like a quick rump bump, like with her hind legs, just look at him, just be like, Achilles is going soft. <laughs> Not a bad look. She's grown up. I think Achilles. I think Achilles was always grown up. I just think this is a softer side. I like that. There's nothing wrong with being soft. And she like fluffs up her fur, like as she says that. (laughs) We don't have to leave anytime soon. Would you be open to sharing a cat claw, Senora? Like before she even responds, her tail is wagging. Like, uh, I mean, (laughs) well, I mean, they are enjoyable alone, but even more enjoyable with company. I'd love to hear about all your brothers. Oh, my. You have a whole a whole afternoon. It's going to be honestly, I'll have to break out the family map. They I will say, though, I will talk the most about my favorite niece and nephew. Like, but my gosh. Have you do not recommend six siblings if you cannot? But they test me. But they are good. Are you good with kids, Logan? I might need some help. I'm happy to help. And she like rump bumps him again while like laughing and like like laugh barking. Achilles is gonna whisper to Gus like. Oh, mom and dad are looking cute. <laughs> <laughs> are the little spirits like fist bumping and high fiving each other? <laughs> They're all like partway over the edge, just like peering over his back and like whispering to each other. We see the camera, quote unquote, pan out <laughs> as festivities occur, and all each one of you kind of just walks to enjoy the festivities and the good food. And it backs out over the city and over the Great Plains, and it cuts to a void where we see the fox. Wait, the fox the fox or, or kidney bean the fox? We see the kid kidney bean. Kidney bean! We see kidney bean floating endlessly, smiling and content that they're going to be remembered. You did not just pull a Leica on me. I, I'm i in so much pain. And we see one more cut to a darkened, damp, nasty cave. In this cave, we see the other fox gathering some sort of dark energy, pulling it into their form. And we just see this red shadow take the shape of some ungodly looking fox. And it turns and looks directly into your eyes and smiles. And that is the end 
of this Dungeons and Doggies campaign. I'm simultaneously okay and not okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am um I'm hurting, I'm not gonna lie. Fair, fair. You made me cry. (laughs) Good job. Oh, thank you, thank you, oh, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, I have to save kidney bean. I have to save kidney bean. I have to save kidney bean. Kidney bean. I will rip the heart of the fox out through his butt. <laughs> also, next arc, there's definitely going to be uh, sensual snoot boobs. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh my! Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> he's already meeting the family, y'all. Oh uh, yeah, this is a big deal. <laughs> Achilles is gonna just teach Gus some fighting moves. <laughs> gonna come back bigger, beefier, yeah, doggier. Gus doesn't. Gus doesn't have his patron anymore. He can't be a warlock. I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you how to fight. That's right. So many things. So many things y'all can do. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this campaign. Uh, as you can tell, ideally. We would love to revisit this one day with all of these different things occurring. There's there's much more story here to be had. Now, to my players, whom this will be the last you're here for a bit. Hopefully everyone can come back in the future, though. So where can people find you? Hello, hello. I am for the final time on Dungeons and Doggies for now. Small Bird Lex. You can find me with Small Bird Lex, Small Bird Art. If you like D&D, you like art, you like cosplay random content, you will find me there, and I will be your cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope you enjoyed Achilles as much as I did, because I loved being this angry goblin creature who just wanted nothing but to save the Empress, and in the end, didn't. And I hope I get to hear you guys, see you guys in another time. (laughs) Hey guys, I'm Sebastian signing off for now, hopefully. Uh, You can find me on social medias under Devious Artiste. I had an absolute blast playing as Gus, no pun intended. And I genuinely hope that I get to play as him again. Thank you so much for joining us on this campaign. My name's Red Queen Hales, or just Hales, and I got to play Senora, um, the lovable older sister type, who is now going on a journey to fulfill her elder sister roles and go say hi to her family. Um, I had such an amazing run on the Sea Mountain Legends. Thank you so much to Luke and to my lovely co-players here for giving such an amazing campaign. And I'm DJ Click Jr. You can find me under at Postmodern Bard Places. It's been fun. It's been wild. It's been great getting to know you guys a little bit more, getting time with each of you, and uh, getting a little bit farther than my phone screen with everybody, which has been great. Um, so thank Aww. you for the opportunity and for letting me hang out with you guys. And I have been your Dungeon Master, Luke Kimbrough. I've been so happy to have each of you here to play and to enjoy this world um and to play as just fun little doggies 
it's it's just this has been such a fun campaign i'm no oh, so good uh i thank you all to the listeners uh i really hope you enjoyed this uh we you know this is hopefully something we can become full-time at some point you know we'll see i don't think we'll have ads at this point i don't know we don't have any advertisers yet maybe one day uh but we'll see we'll see believe believe uh but uh thank you to uh, arcane anthems for our intro and outro music and thank you to our very own red queen hails for our logo of lady pinto bean uh now we will be back well, i'll be back with different players uh with a bit of a different vibe uh it'll be a bit more sci-fi next time you hear from us but until then this has been misty mountain legends thank you for listening we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day bye, bye. goodbye, goodbye.